We got a special guest in the building today, man. Yes, sir. A super special guest, man, from Wesley Chapel, Decatur, man, Eastside. Man, Isai. introduce yourself, man, for the people who do not know you. Hey, man, for the folks who do not know me, I go by Lil Tim, the one only Lil Tim. And it's not L I L, it's L U H T I N. Yeah, Lil Tim. Hey, man, he already different, man. This is a different little man. This ain't what you used to, man. You did what I'm saying? It's really the new wave, man. We've been tuning in right now. Hey, a little time. I know you're from the east side, but like, can you break that down a little bit more? Like, where in the east side? Cause I know it's so big. You know, you got Zone Six, you got yeah. Edgewood, you got Lithonia, you got you got everything, got Scottsdale, you. all that. So look, I'm breaking down like this. Really, I moved to the east side when I was like six, seven. But I grew up in Atlanta. Like my family originally from Carver Homes, the west side, like Bankhead, Fifth Ward, shit like that, Lakewood, like. But my mom was she from Miami, but Eastside Six, I went straight to um, Western Chapel right there behind the Kroger. Right. Then after that, I was on Covington Highway, got down right there. Then after that, about 14, 13, then I moved Scott down. That's when shit really got crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, so now I'm just like all through the city, everywhere, LA, you know what I'm saying? Overseas. It's LA. You know the world, man. Yeah. LA. Shout out to No Jumper too, by the way. No Jumper, man. So look, can you tell me a little bit about how did you get into the music music game? Like, when did you when did you make your first song? Originally, I made my first song it was like eighth eighth grade. You remember what it was called? Hell no. Nah. I, I remember how it went down. Though, like my partner Bubba, my partner Run Run. They're like, bro, my partner got studio. We got pull up. We got pull up. I'm like, shit, how they do it? Next you know, we just in the booth. It's never there recording us and knocked it out. That would that would have been starting now. So from then, that that's when like was that the turning point in your career or say in your life where you really like felt like music was something that you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Thanks. I mean, I've been knew I wanted to do music though. I mean, I've been knew I wanted to do music. It's just like since a little kid, I used to be in church. You know what I'm saying? We used to be in the band. I mean, I was a drummer, but I used okay. to like. like Play with the kids a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Was was there, dip that, man, let me let me find out you out here. You out here, Michael Jackson on them folks. I used to go to church. Uh, I used to go to church at hey, man. Yeah, man. People don't know this, but Lil Tim has actually worked with Zaytoven. Oh, yeah. Look, hey, Lil Tim, man, Revere, man. Shout out to Cassie J. Shout out to Swift, man. Yeah. So, can you, like, how did you end up working with all these top notch producers so, so young in the game? Uh, really, uh, plug. Yeah, it's all about who you know in the industry. Nice. Shout out to JP Big Dog Entertainment. That would really like open my eyes to like bigger, like art, bigger level bigger of music. You know what I'm saying? Rather than people you just like hang around with everybody. Everybody in every every profession you in, you know what I'm saying? It's always that somebody. You know what I'm saying? Open the door for you. Feel me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Big Dog Entertainment. You speak about that. Are you uh, currently signed to anybody? No, currently uh, I'm starting my own label, One General Hustle. Can you repeat that for the people? Currently, I'm starting my own label, One General Hustle. LSC, it's official. We stamp. Hey, man, he got a label right behind him, man. man. These folks be out here be the, like they got a label. They don't have no artists. They don't have no paperwork. My dog got the paperwork, man. You yeah. can you can go online and search this label up, man. Can you do that? Hey, can you do that? Can you do that? It's a grind and it's a guap. You feel me? What made you, what made you like, 
take that direction, take that route, and like being, cause I know, I know you, you used yeah. to attend Clark Atlanta University. So what, what led you from being a signed artist to being an unsigned artist to then wanting to become a label owner? Just watching the industry and watching people who I look up to, how they move. You know what I'm saying? Being smart, cause you don't want to be like stuck. You know what I'm saying? You want to be on the next wave. You know what I'm saying? The new way you did. So will you still be making music? What? Yeah, we got, man, shout out to Clay, man. We got a whole tape on the way. We did, shout out to 217. Man, it's, it's lit. Look so it's loaded, man. So we can expect a lot from oh, the yeah. You can expect um, artist songs from me, and you can uh, look forward to a production. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know you produced, bro. Yeah. I did not know that. I produced for No Jumper. Like, a lot of times when y'all be watching on No Jumper, like when Boop went up there and threw up on bro, like that was my beat playing in the beginning. All they merchandise, that be my beats playing. Shout out to Collision, Day Day. It's Day Day? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> because you did just uh, recently mention your placement in the No Jumper. So I know a lot of young artists coming up, they don't understand the importance of placement. They think, you know, you got to go to the radio and stuff like that. But can you speak on the importance of placement, like what that can mean to you, how that could change the game for you if you're not getting the love that you look for on the radio and things of that nature? Man, I just left a little A3C conference with Gary V. He was just like, you just got to be out there. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't popping, it's 100% on you. You know what I'm saying? So I was just, I don't know. I can't really explain it. You just felt you just felt what he was talking about. Yeah. I did, yeah, I did it. So when was the first time you really realized that you know saying music was a thing you really needed to pursue in life? Like that was your calling. Like, I've been doing this my whole life. That was the calling. Like, <laughs> so you ain't had to look for nothing, it was it was in you. Yeah, it was okay. just, yeah. hop out the porch with it. Yeah, no yeah. cap. <laughs> now I know as a label owner, man, it has to be tedious dealing with artists, producers, and things of that nature. How do you like keep your sanity? How do you stay balanced to where you can perform, where you can perform at a high level in each role, being a producer, an artist, a label owner, and knowing when to pull and when to push? Like, how do you like? Where do you get like find the wherewithal to do that? Uh, it's just the drive and knowing where you're going and what's gonna happen. It just keep you like up, like ready. That work. So like, once you've been doing it for so long, it just get like natural. You don't even know you're doing it. Type shit. You like it. I mean, excuse me. It's like you're on autopilot for real. So yeah, I just put my head down to work. And hold on, I know I know you gotta get out of here because I know you gotta get back to the A3C and tear it down, man. I know you gotta get out of here, but I just got a few questions before I let you go, man. Yeah. Growing up in East Atlanta, like, who are some of the most influential Atlanta figures, be it sports? music, TV, like even around your neighborhood Culture, that you watched yeah. growing up, like that influenced you to become the person that you are today? There might be some folks in the neighborhood, you don't know. Uh, really, i say the niggas who made Beef It Up, then for Scott Hill. Oh, yeah, Scott Hill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I had to do it now. i say um, 21 Savage, you know what I'm saying? I grew up with his, his baby mama, you know? so that was just like real eye open to see how far you take it. Mm -hmm. uh, Clay Global, young producer. 
he going. He man, y'all came up. Y'all came up together, man. I remember. I remember y'all was in the trap. I was making the beats. I was ready to go. I was like, look, hey Tim, bro, I'm ready to go, man. What yeah, Uber at, bro? I repeat the Apex ATL, man. That was a one of that was a spot, man. We recorded a music video there, didn't we? Yeah, everybody was there. Lil Baby, Marlo, Chick Red, Lil Wap, Marlo Quill. All-Star Superstar. On and on. On and on and on and on. But look, the last thing I need for you. Every week, man, here at Hood Scholars Radio, we like make it a point to try to educate the guests and things of that nature. So can you talk about streaming? Being, for for you to be an artist that has your music on multiple platforms, can you talk about the importance of streaming in today's world? Um, uh, yeah, it's very important because like, people like me buying CDs. You know what I'm saying? Everything's going digital, so you want to get as much content out there on the digital platforms as possible. Because when they go from a trillion to a gazillion, you want your your content to be to also increase as well. So if you're not putting it out on all platforms to receive the revenue, then you ain't going to get the revenue. Was it hard to get your music on different platforms? <laughs> I mean, back in the day, it used to be hard, but now they got like TuneCore, CD Baby. Um, kids, hey like man, that. this man a true veteran in the game, bro. Y'all heard that man? He said back in the days, but yeah. y'all. Right, I mean, back in the day, everybody was on SoundCloud. I ain't dropping on SoundCloud in years. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna cap. Trying to get some things. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to go see the industry. Hey man, we appreciate you, little Tim, for stopping yes. by today, man. Hold on, for this man dip, I got one. You know what I'm saying? A little question for him. Okay. Educate some folks. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's a hood scholars. You okay. feel me? You want to educate these folks? Give folks a little game. Let's do it. All right. So the game question I got for you today, right, is what are some of the logistics and first steps you have to take to starting your own label? Like, in terms of concept, bringing it up, paperwork. What's the behind the scenes of starting your own label? Um, first, you gotta have a good concept that you know is gonna resonate with everybody. Um, I would say a team, and you gotta have the work. You can't just have the, the hopes. You gotta have the work behind it. Cause you put that work in, it's gonna happen fast. But if you don't, it's not. So. Hey man, can you shout out your label one more time and shout out your Instagram and tell these folks what you got coming up next, man? Hey man, shout out to One Dream, One Hustle, Three Ten is in effect. Lil Tim is in the building. Um, I got a project. I got a project executive produced by Clay Global on the way. I got a few singles with 217 on the way. I don't want to give y'all too much drip, you know what I'm saying? But believe me. Hey man, you heard it here.